Okay, so we're officially holding by the third parak, but um, I realized we forgot something at the end of the second parak, so let's double back a little bit. So if you go to the way end of the second parak, Vihine, exactly. He says, Vihine, askala v'chola mitas toivus, heim inyane shlemesh shenimsu lishtalim behem ha'adam. So he says that, that haskala, understanding, and good midos, those are the inyane of shlemesh, that are ex- extant in the world for a person to make himself shalim with. So like we said, that, that Hashem is going to create man to be the Baalatayv, so therefore he has to place elements of shlemus and elements of chisar in the world, and man has to have the free will to acquire the elements of shlemus, and then he can be the Baalatayv and be Dabak to Hashem. So he says, the things in the world which are uh, haskala, sichlius, um, cerebral, versus being physical, and midas tovos versus... Midas ra'os, right? Those are the matters of shleimus that you can find in the world that a person can use to be mashlam himself. The inyanei achaymer and physicality, umidas ra'os and bad midas, heim inyanei achisar and zacharnu. These are the matters of chisar of lacking that we discussed. Shalom musa b'neim like those lashemus that man has put between them to be kainah shleimus. So. I, I had a kasha, and I, I noticed actually the Mara Derech, Chaim Freelander's son, and, and the Sefer asked the kasha also. Um, it's interesting how the Rimchal says that man is put between has, between Haskala and Midos Tovos versus Chamrius, physicality, and Midos Raos. There's no mention of mitzvahs, right? As if the Tachlis that man's free will in this world is only to change his Midos and to make himself into a cerebral person. I don't mean cerebral like book knowledge cerebral. I mean cerebral versus person who cares about chachma versus the person that's chasing after um, after 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 physicality. Um, and yet he doesn't mention anything about 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 mitzvahs, right? So it, it's a funny thing. So the the Mara Derech over here asks the question. He says it could be that Adam before the chait didn't have any mitzvahs, and therefore. Um, we're discussing top-down design over here. Of course, Baruch decides to create the world. He has to give man free will. Therefore, he has to create man. He's explaining the steps that Shem went through. And we're, we're still holding by the beginning. By Alder Rishon, who didn't have mitzvahs. So therefore, Ramachal didn't mention mitzvahs because that didn't come till later. He says it's doichik. And I also think it's doichik. Because we know Adam did have mitzvahs. He was told the Avdoi L'Shamra. He was given a positive commandment to eat from the Eitz Chaim And a negative commandment not to eat from the Eitz Das Those are mitzvahs. Right? So I'm not really sure. You know, the, the terrorists didn't really hold up. Up, hold up so well um, by me. Guy Shalom Aleichem. Basically, what we just said, what we just said is that the Ramchal over here says at the end of the second parak is that man was placed in the world between, with a choice between acquiring good midos and haskala. Listen, listen. Good midos and haskala. Haskala meaning understanding, right? Versus bad midos and, 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 and physicality. And the question we asked is that he didn't mention anything about him being placed between mitzvahs and averis, right? Mm. Okay, so that's the question. Why, why, why is Ramchal's focus over here? So I, I, don't, I don't fully have a teretz for you, but I would like to share a thought about it, and I think it's very important at this point. When we talk about the concept of Haskalah and Chamrius, that is um, a fairly simple thing to understand, that we know that there are two parts that exist within the physical world. There is the um, ethereal... Um, part of this world, there is a part of this world which is noble, um, which is glorious, um, which we would call the world of Haskalah, thought, right? And then we have the part of this world which is base or, 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 or debased, 
um, and, 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 and I guess maybe pungent, or, or, which is the physical world, right? And, and man definitely isn't a balance. You know, we see people that, in Yiddish, we call a person that's not refined as a grubble person, right? It's a terrible thing that you can call a person, right? A in fact, person. a grubble person, right? It's, yeah, you're you're going to learn your Yiddish words, yeah. Grub, grub, grub meaning, meaning of, of inyane of chamri, as a physical person. You know, you always find all the great chesidish ma'isim, or all the ma'isim in Europe, that the quintessential amaretz was always the balagala. The wagon driver, because the wagon driver wasn't a person that was, you know, didn't have any seichel to him whatsoever, and he schlepped people from place to place, and his his sense of spirituality was uh, was very limited, right? So we understand those two planes of existence, that a person could be a person that's more cerebral in thought and can remove... In fact, even the early philosophers, Aristotle and whatnot, they held that the tachlis of Chaim, the purpose of, of life, was the intellect versus the physical. And, and, and we see that in the world around us, you know? We look at a person that is... Um, a rock star doing drugs and involved in all kinds of other physical acts. And we, we, we see there's a prisus there that's very lowly. And then we look at somebody else who's more intelligent and refined, and we, and we see that there is some element of godliness that is there. So the idea that we have a polarity between um, chokhmah versus chamrius, that makes sense to us. In fact, the Torah very much so is chokhmah. It's, it's like the Maral explains many times, the seichel elyon, right? Seichel nivdal. It's a kosh baruchu's thoughts, right? The physical world is what pulls us and drives us to be away from Hashem. And Torah is the chokhmah of a kosh baruchu. And, and, and we praise the chokhmah, Talmud chokhmah, a person whose, whose desire is for chokhmah. And that is much more godly. A kosh baruchu is devoid of having a body um, and is kokulu. Chachman Toiv, and the Mela, we understand that, that chasing after Chachman in this world makes you more like a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But what is this concept of Midas Toivus and Midas Raos, right? What is a Mida anyway? So the word Mida means a measurement. So when we talk about Midas, we mean that in every person there are certain characteristics that you have, and those characteristics come from a measure, meaning some people are more creative, so the measure of creativity they have is greater. Some people are more practical, so the level of practicality they have is. Some people are, 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 are naturally generous. Some people are naturally stingy. You can look in the Rambam and Hilchus Deus. It talks this at length. So Amida is an amount of a specific potential or leaning or kayach that a person has. This person has X amount of patience. This person has less patience, right? So it's all defined by a mida. So the question is, what is the pshat that by, by being involved in midas toivis, does that connect you to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, right? Mida seemingly seems to be much more of a, a human endeavor. Kodesh Baruch Hu is not bound by, by a specific midas. Yes, in his interaction with us, he has midas, right? And Chazal tells us that we have to be Madam Tashem's Midas Mahu Rachumata Yerachumahuchanum, just like he is merciful, you should be merciful, Mahuchanum, just like he is gracious. So to you should be gracious, right? But 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 again, you know, this 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 sense that Midas is of supreme importance, what what is that? Why is that, you know, so godly? Again, Chamrius and Sichlius, I can understand, because it's like the difference between playing in the mud and being majestic. I get it. Good Midas and bad Midas, okay, he's a nicer person, he's not a nicer person. Why is Ramchal saying that those are the polarities? you know, that, that, that exists in, in the Bria. What is it about Midas that's so important? In fact, let's ask the question even more. We don't even find Midas that's mentioned in the Torah at all, right? There's no mention of having good Midas in the Torah. There's nowhere in the Torah that says you have to be a patient person. Kas we find in the Torah is a negative thing, right? There are, there are lo- loving, loving other Jews. Um, okay, assuming that's a Midas, it could be a mitzvah, right? There, there's nafkamidas, there's ramifications of that, right? You have to... Well, obviously, there are ramifications of that, right? What, what you would do for another Jew... Um, 
even even the way you, you think and feel about something is 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 more than just amida, right? That that's already to some degree an action, right? The way you have to feel toward other people will then impact the way you you behave toward them, right? Amida is much more of a of a disposition that, that that we have, not not so much of an active action that we do. So having ava for Jews is something that we we have to give to them, we have to take care of them. We should go and see that they have what they what they need, just like we would want to have something. So we have to make sure that they would have it, right? Whereas amida much more is a natural disposition that we have. Yes, we can we can work on that natural disposition, but yet you don't you don't find the Torah talking about that so much, right? It's, it's not mentioned in the Torah. So Chaim Vital um, in in Shari Kedusha. He, he says the reason why is because Chazal tells Derech Eretz Kabbalah Torah that having Midas, Derech Eretz, precedes the Torah. What does that mean? That, that Derech Eretz really is a prerequisite to the Torah. And if a person doesn't work on the realm of his Midas, so therefore he's not going to be able to, uh, to, to, to have Torah. He won't be able to keep mitzvahs and he won't be able to have Torah. If you don't work on your mitzvahs, so it's, gonna, it's, 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 it's not going to work out for you. You won't, you won't be a kli kibble. You won't, you won't be a vessel to accept mitzvahs, right? Well, what does that mean so much? So, I mean, there are plenty of people that are you know, nasty people and impatient, and yet they, they learned a lot of Torah. So how do we, how do we, how do we understand that? You know, so maybe that's the, the, the Hagdasha that the, the Ramchal is making over here, is that the Ramchal is saying that every mitzvah at its base really needs to be the person is prepared with good Midas, otherwise the mitzvahs won't be chal. And therefore he puts the ikra of the person is in the midas because without the midas you can't have the you can't have the, the mitzvahs, right? So I, I want to discuss a little this concept of Derek Eretz and why is it that mitzvahs are essential for a person to be able to be collate the mitzvahs, to, to, to contain the mitzvahs within his own self-definition. If he doesn't have Derek Eretz, then the mitzvahs will slide right off him and not take their, their effect. So there's, a, there's a Gemara, um, there's a Gemara in um, in the Dharm, Daf Nunamid Beis, that I believe I believe it was Rav Chananya, I believe it was Rav Chananya, that he he um, was was speaking with a, a Roman matronisa, maybe it was the, the Caesar's daughter. I'm not gonna look at it again, but um, she asked him. She says, "If you know so much Torah, why are you so ugly?" <laughs> right? Famous Gemara. I love this Gemara. Why are you so ugly? Right? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I heard this over, 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 over uh, in this context. I don't know if I heard it elsewhere, but but I, I definitely think it's a tushdal to me. This she says, "Why are you so ugly?" He said to her, "He said, well, let me ask you a different question." She says, "Your father's wine. What's it stored in?" He said, "Earthenware jugs." She says, "Oh yeah, everybody's wine is stored in earthenware jugs. Your father's the king. Why isn't his wine stored in silver and gold jugs?" She says, that's a great question. I don't know. So she said, don't you think that's a problem? The king should be the same as everybody else. Everyone puts the wine in earthenware jugs. And, and he and he, he also does. So you should change it. So she went and she took all the wine. She poured it into gold and silver jugs. And what do we know happens to wine in gold and silver jugs? It gets ruined. It gets ruined, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm, sure exactly. Chemical, I'm not sure chemically what happens exactly, but, uh, but, but, but it gets ruined, right? So she came back to him and said, it all got ruined. He said, yeah, so too. If a person has chokhmah and it's in a, in a gorgeous kli, it's going to get ruined. If you have chokhmah and it's in, a, it's in a, 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 a gross kli, an ugly kli, an earthenware kli, then the chokhmah will be miskayim. The chokhmah will be able to stick around, right? She said, ah, but there are other tamarei chokhmah that are beautiful, 
Right, we have examples in Chazal left and right. In fact, terrible story. What? Rabbi Yechanan was, was gorgeous. One of the Asari who gave Malchus, um, I think, believe it was Rabbi Shmuel, that the Caesar's daughter said he was beautiful, and the king then first said, oh, so we'll cut his face off and, and right. store it, right? Well, so we see that there was beauty, right? Rabbi Yechanan was beautiful. We find, we find listen, the, the Alvis were beautiful, the, the Imos were beautiful. What? Right, right, right. So he told her, had they been ugly, uglier, then they would have more Chachma. Right? What, what's going on over here? Why is being ugly a... Uh, so, I believe Rashi over there does say that the reason why he looked bad was because he had fasted, so his face had a chakras to it. It became darkened through all the fasting, right? Mm-hmm. The word is like this. Either you understand like Rashi because the fasting, or you understand he was naturally ugly, is that a person who's naturally ugly does not have so much pride in himself. The level of gaiva that he has is, is, is minimal because he's an ugly guy, and that gives him a certain level of hachna and shafal ruach. And the more a person's machniya himself and he removes gaiva, the more he has the ability to contain terror because, again, he's willing to listen to something which is outside of himself. When you're so full of yourself, you leave no space for something else to be contained in it, right? Um, and if it was through the tainasim the, the that he had that he fasted, so again, that was the same word, that by him limiting his need for the physical, he's able to focus on the spiritual, on a very very grubba pushet level, you know, the guy who had make, makes 15 coffees and runs out for a big lunch in the middle of the day in yeshiva is not going to learn as much as the guy that is able to sit in the base bedroom. But on a deeper oifen, the person's hasagas are much, like we were talking about before this year, person's hasagas are much more spiritual. When everything in life that matters to you is the world of the physical, the world of the spiritual takes on less meaning, and, it's, and you live less in that world, and you have less of a gravitation toward Chachma mm-hmm. when you're busy with the world of physical. So therefore, you know, the fact that he was able to fast caused himself that he could take his, himself and be less of a physically minded person, a spiritually minded person. And that Midah, that preparation, enabled the Chachma to be contained within him. But, but it's interesting when we look we have different forms of a lack in, in Midas when it comes to the inability to call old Torah. We have in the Mishnah Perkei Alves the Memches Kinyanei uh, Torah. There are 48 ways a person can acquire Torah. And it's a list of various Midas that people can have or you know, certain things they should do in order to enable them to have Torah. Then we also have a different concept that we know that the Torah is Mogain, Chazal tells us the Torah protects, yet we find for some people they learn Torah and they went off and they did terrible things. And the question that we have is, how could it be if the Torah is mogain, if the Torah is protects, and the Torah is connecting to Gosh Baruch Hu, how can people who learn Torah do terrible things? So the Moran Kedushin says, because the Torah could be the Tzam Achayim or the Tzam Moves. You pick. You pick which one it is. Let's give a, a deeper understanding and, and, and what that means and why Amida Be'etzem is the Kli, how a person can contain the mitzvahs to have taken to Hashem. There are two chesernas you can have by a Kli, like we just discussed. One chesern you could have, the Kli is too small. Right, so you try to pour liquid in it, and it, it it's just not the supersized, so it can't hold too much. Okay, good. Other times you can have a hole in the kli, right? What you pour in the kli comes out. So those these are all chisrenis mitzad the kli's ability to contain chachma. So yes, a person that is overly physical will not be able to understand spiritual ideas. A person that is impatient will not have the zitzfleisch, not the Yiddish word, the zitzfleisch to to that that means that means the opposite of ADD. Won't have the zitzfleisch, right? You got that one, right? Right. Won't have the patience, the focus to be able to uh, to uh, zitz is sitting and fleisch is, is is flesh. That means you sit on your. Got it? Yeah. They will have the zitzfleisch to be able to, to sit in and, and, and to learn, right? A, a person that doesn't have the ability to listen to others 
will will not be able to take in information because he he he's, he's, he doesn't care what somebody has to say. Blah 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 blah. Right? You know, even on a, no, a person doesn't have the ability to express ideas is lacking in, in the ability of a masamatan. Right? So these are all chisternas mitzad. The kli the kli itself cannot contain Torah. But there's a different problem with the kli, like you have in this gemara, where the kli is a great kli. It's a beautiful kli. It's a wonderful kli. It's strong. It can hold. It's made out of great materials. Problems it spoils that which is inside of it, right? Those are the times when you find that a person was engaged in Torah, but to him the Torah ends up becoming a Sam HaMaves. And the power of the, the Torah gives is corrupted by the Kli itself. Where do we find that most famously in the Chumash? Is we find that by, by Bilam. The Mishnah Pirkei Ovis says that you should be Metamidav Shal um, Shal Avram, you know, and not Metamidav Shal Shall Bilam, and we make all these comparisons between Avram and Bilam. What's the amkus of that of those comparisons? I can conjecture, but uh, to tell you, let me just read you just the, the Mishnah really quick. It's in Parakeh Mishnah Tess. Um, Right. Anyone who doesn't have these three um, things, he or who does have these three things, he is from the students of Avram Avinu. If you have these three things, you're from the students of Bilam. Ayin Teva, a good eye, right? A sense of generosity to others. Ruach Nemucha, a lowered spirit. V'nefesh Shafala, um, I guess a Ruach Nemucha would be a, a lowly spirit, and Nefesh Shafala would be a... Um, Again, I, it's not broken. It, it, it really, English translates the exact same. Matilos Avram, Ayn Ra'a, if you have bad eye, Ruach Gevoya, a haughty spirit, Venefesh Rechava, and a wide, a wide Nefesh, Matamidav Shal Bilam Harasha, right? So again, Ayn Teva is the ability to want to have good for others and to, and to not view the world as a seer or some total, and what you have is, is going to take away from me, but no, but to understand that everything is for everybody. Ruach um, Namucha means that your person is an Anav, and Nefesh Fela means that he doesn't have somebody wants in this world, right? Versus a person that has an Ayn Ra'a, that he views everybody in competition, and whatever you have is not mine, and therefore I want to be on top of you. Ruach Gevaya, a person is a haughty person, he's filled with himself, and Nefesh Rechava is that he has got a wide spirit, meaning that he, he wants stuff. He's interested. Bill always know was was obsessed with taking cash. Um, like he like he told like he told Balak, you know, even if you'd give me all the money, he he wanted the money. Chazal tells us, right? So there, those are the differences that are between them. In last week's part, we saw by the Akeda that Avravinu got on top of his donkey, right? He sat on top of the donkey, right? Yechavosh is By Bill, what did Chazal tell us? That he was married to his donkey, right? He had relations with his donkey. Right, we find that Avram Vinu brought the Na'arim with him. He had two people with him. Bilam had two people that were, that were, that were, that, that were with him. What's the difference between riding on top of a donkey and what's the difference between having relations with the donkey? The donkey, the chamor, always represents physicality. It always represents the concept of chamrius, right? What we call physicality in Hebrew is like a chamor. Why is that? Because I guess if you meet a donkey, you'll know that a donkey is a very, a very, um, there with the word again, a very grubba animal, right? We all know a donkey is motivated by a carrot and a stick, right? It's, it's very much motivated by physical, physical pleasures and it, and it has an obsession with, um, with, um, 
with relations, right? So that's the physicality of a donkey. So the physicality of this world is a muscle of a, of a donkey. Avram Vino rode on top of the donkey. We know Melech Mashiach will come one day riding on, on a donkey. What does it mean to be on top of a donkey? It means the person has conquered, very good, the person has conquered the physical. He controls his physical desires and he uses them purely according to the will of his neshama. What it means to have tashmish with the donkey, what it means to have relations with the donkey, is that he's one in the same with the donkey. Like it says, a person is dovak to his wife and they become kibbas or achad, like one thing. Tashmish is the idea of two things coming together and forming a... A, a unity and a, and, and a bond. So he was bonded to the physical. The way the Maral basically explains over there in the Mishnah is that is that everything which Bilam did only fed his ego and could not have been interpreted into an act of kedusha, but only further fed into the physical. Right. Whereas by Avram Vinu, he was able to leave his physical midas and serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu as a seichel nivdal with 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 seichel that's removed from the physical. Like it says that he left Ishmael Baharim. Says Shuvah Lechampo and Achamor. Says stay here with the with the donkey. It's a Chazal Hadoyme and Achamor. Who is that? That's Ishmael. That when he went up to do the Avodah, he left Ishmael, who's compared to a donkey behind. Maral explains what does that mean. That when he went to do his Avodah, we know there are three basic Naarim, three basic servants that the Neshama has: the the physical desires a person has, the emotional plane that he has, and the and the intellectual plane. And those are the three parts that are the full strata of our being. Really, in some degrees, we can understand that's the Nefesh Ruach and the Neshama. More complicated. We'll talk about Nefesh Ruach Shama way later. But but basically, we have three strata. We have our, our, our physical experiences. We have the emotional self. Really, that's who we are. It's really the emotional self. That's what registers our, all of our experiences ultimately. And we have the higher part of ourself, which is our seichel, our understanding. When Avram went to the Avodah, he left the physical behind. He said, "Shuvah champon chamor." Yishmael, you stay behind. Yishmael represented the faculty of the chamor, the faculty of the physical. And when he did his Avodah, he was able to leave the physical and then connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Whereas, if you don't leave the physical, if you stay with the donkey, then every act of spirituality ends up becoming interpreted through the physical and becomes corrupted, almost like the vessels that are made of gold and silver that corrupt what's in it. Let me explain, right? A person learns something. He learns a piece of Torah. It was difficult. And he's proud of himself. He says, wow, I did it. He says, I'm smarter than everybody else that I did it, right? That no longer takes on a connotation of spirituality anymore. He hasn't transcended the physical world to connect to Kosh rather, he's taken that spiritual um, um, experience and he's reinterpreted it back into the physical world. And now he's schlepped that Nakuda of, of Kedusha, of Taira, which is meant to transcend the world of Khamri. It's like the Ramachal says, we're between Sikhli and Khamri. So there was something which should belong to the world of Seichel, and he schlepped it back into the world of Chamrias, and now it only feeds his ego, his ego, back in the physical world. He didn't, he wasn't Makabal anything. He, well, he was, he was Makabal, but then he, instead of losing it, like the Kli that can't understand, or the Kli that doesn't have the Kalim to get it, or that has a hole in it, or that's too small, instead he took it and he actually brought it into the world of the physical and he corrupted it. And now it no longer is spiritual in nature anymore. And that's a dangerous thing because when the Torah, just like anything in life, if you have nuclear energy, it can either power a city or it can explode a city. The Torah is a powerful thing. So Mamela, the Chazal tells us, it's either Sam Chayim or Sam Maves, right? And it's all about the Kli Kibble. It's all about the receptacle and the midas of the receptacle that can cause that either to be something which a person can use to be misdabek to Kosh Baruch Hu, or Adarabah as something which he can do to schlep down to, into, into, and, 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 and yeah, guy, you ask him once again into, into this world. I just want to finish the thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah and to schlep down into, into, into this world. So, I, you know, to some degree that, 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 
that um, I, I, it, could be, it could be where the Ramchal is, is coming from over here, an angle that, where he's saying that the ikr of, of mitzvahs really starts with midas. So instead of him saying that man is placed between, good, good, um, between mitzvahs and averis, he focuses between seichol and chamri, things that are part of this world or things that are beyond this world, right? Where, where a person's focus is, and between good midas and bad midas, because those are going to be the kalim, or the hakdama, the ability to be able to internalize the mitzvahs, and it really doesn't matter if he does the mitzvahs if he hasn't first worked on the midas. So, so it could be that's that, that's why the Ramchal Avraham admitted mitzvahs because the fundamental of the mitzvah starts with starts with midas. That's my conjecture into the mm-hmm. to the Ramchal, but but uh, you know I, I'm I'm not I'm not precisely sure. But I, I just I just want to take a quick step back about I, I forgot one that I want to mention, but I want to take a quick step back and I, I you know it happens all the time and and it's unfortunate um, and and and. When I say it happens all the time that we hear stories of, you know, big people doing things that are, that are bad, all the time meaning it's common, but not with the level that it should be by the Goyim. Meaning, yes, every so often you hear the story of a big Tamil Chacham, and you're like, how in the world, you know, could this scandal have occurred with this, this Tamil Chacham? But it's not coming up left and right. It's few and far in between. If you would run the numbers on it, right? So just, just let, let, let's just start with that Balabathish effect, you know? Whereas when you look at the Catholic Church, every 10 seconds there is a molestation going on and the amount of lawsuits that now are filed against the Catholic Church are beyond, are in this part. So, you know, you don't find that. By the Jews, you know, this Berland, the, the Breslover guy, I don't want to get political over here, you know, clearly a very bad man, right? A brilliant person, apparently he learned Steinman as a Chavrusa. There was another Yid, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if he was so big. <laughs> I'm saying like he was very talented. He was very talented. He was a big psychologist, and he was a very good writer. I don't know what his Torah knowledge was, so it's it's hard to say that the person was steeped in in, in Torah and then something happened to him, right? But you know, you have the, and there was another example of a person that had these online shirim, and 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 it came out the kolkari when the kolkaris came out that the horrible things he was doing. You know, I was I was shocked. I was I was mamish. So I was shocked at the time. My chavrusa, um, it was a prominent rabbi in the city. I, I don't. I guess I don't want to embarrass him, so I won't say his name. He was really bothered by it. He said, well, Terry's Megan. Well, what's going on? How, how could it be that this guy could, could do such things like this, right? So he asked, he asked the Roshiva, he asked Ravarn, and Ravarn said, what do you mean? It's Pashat. This is Gemara and Kedushin. Samachayim, Samavis, right? There could be either the elixir of life or the elixir of death. It all depends how you use it. Ravarn said, we knew this guy in Eretz like people. He was, he was a grubber person. He was, he was a very harsh and a rough person. And I, and I remember, like, the person had a, a series of shirim, bikiyah shirim that, that, that he had. And so when I was younger and I was one of the chazmai bikiyah, so I'm driving in the car, doing carpool, so I would, I would listen to the <clears throat> bikiyah shir. And just, just the way that he would talk with the, 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 <clears throat> the pomp, it always bothered me, you know, like, you know, Ah, you're gonna learn all the cards are too cool, and and you know you should be able to know this. And he even I remember there was one share when he, when he okay, I don't want to say on, on you know I don't want to say near base matters what 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 it was, but there was something there. I was like wow, this strikes me as being very off. And the answer was because yes, there was something off. He was off. That's that's exactly what I don't want to say whatever it was. I said, well, I should say that his name was Mayor Pagro. Um, um, he, he's, it's masterterror.com. It was very popular at a certain point. I should say because right. it's a cold career that you're not supposed to, um, to, to listen to that. But he went off and did crazy things. And at the end of the day, I didn't even know he's religious. And he runs around with all kinds of ladies. And he's, he's done, he's done terrible, oh, terrible things. Um, but, but, but the point was is that, is that yes, you know, if, if the Midas were not fixed, then, then what's going to come out? So they, they, they didn't go off. 
they they were punished because because they, they had some chesaron to them. That doesn't mean that they were not tamarei chachamim or people of, 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 of spirituality or connection to Gosh Baruch There was a specific area that they needed to be misakein, and there was a tikkun for that, that they were... They were, you know, their midos were lacking. There was a, there was an area in their midos which was lacking. Okay. It wasn't they weren't fundamentally broken, nor do we say their Torah was spoiled or compromised, right? This is much more in the clothes of a person. Listen, none of us are perfect. Right. None of us are perfect, and yet we still have the ability to connect the Torah. It's, it's a, it doesn't mean that a person has to be absolutely perfect. It it just means that there can't be an overall lacking in the tsura of the of the per, of the person. And yes, we should be working on every nakuda as that 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 right. And yes, in any area that we that we've left unworked on, it will manifest in our connection to our Baruch Hu, and it will manifest in the way that the mitzvahs connect to us, and like the way that the Torah. It's like a hole in the kli or something that will slightly ruin the quality of the kli. Listen, I'm I'm no connoisseur, right? We're talking about coffee connoisseur, but apparently the Scotch people will tell you, you know, depending on the barrel and the amount of year, years that it's spent in the barrel, will, will affect very much of the quality of yes. And the more you refine the kli, the more that the content will be able. to to be held and will be good and 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 and, and etc. But but just because someone has an area that he's lacking, it doesn't mean that fundamentally his terror is possible. It's only the people that you find that there is systemic failures in in the Kaili is where the terror ends up becoming a sam a sam Can I just clarify? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So before I forget my question, um, the Mishnah on your test that compares Hamilashul Avram and Hamilashul Bilam. Are there areas in life where you can be like a Talmishul Bilam? Because um, no. when I was reading that Mishnah, I was thinking that, like, for example, in the workplace, like, those characteristics are more conducive to maybe being professionally successful. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh. <laughs> that's why one of the Memchaz Kimitar is Mietzchara, do less business. Okay. <laughs> right? But, but no, but, 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 but yeah, in Hanami, no, 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 a Ben Taira, you know, and, and this, is, this is an important point, is that, is that yes, sometimes, sometimes, some, with, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, sometimes in, 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 in the outer world, especially in the work world, you, you have to deal with the world that doesn't have Mitas, right? Um, if anybody cannot be mapped the difference between a yid and a guy, he spends enough time at work and he sees the fact that some people are trying to jump on top of other people and, and, and take their, their space or get ahead of them at the expense of others, right? And you right away understand the difference between yid and then have a set of mitas and, 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 and the guy. No, and not on top of the donkey. No, not on top of the donkey. Right, exactly. But but Lamaisa, that's what it means to be a bentar in the workplace. Is that you don't want to do that because what you do on the outside will affect you on the inside. And using midas like that externally, like the Sefer Chinuch says, that your puulus that are chitzoni will be ma'ayres apnimim. They will affect what's on the inside. So you don't want to sink to that level. Me'edachisa, we know that Yaakov in dealing with Esav had to use trickery. Right, the nachash was crooked, and Yaakov, in order to deal with the Nachash, had to trick. That's why the brachas had to come through with Arima. So yes, you need a certain level of cunning, but at the same time, though, you can't, even though you have to be cunning and be on top of them and know what they're doing and how to work with them and be smarter than them, right? At the same time, you can't compromise who you are. In fact, it's very interesting. One of the first producers um, of the Rini Yena in Perkei is that Rini Yena over there, toward the, toward the first minute, Mishnah, he, he, the first Mishnah? Yeah, um, no, it was by by the heavy Donna's call the Makafs Chos. over there says that we think of the no um, yeah the Makafs Chos right. He says that claw is only true by a bainini, somebody who's like us right oh, yeah. in the middle. Why a bainini? Because a bainini sometimes does good, sometimes does bad. So you see a bainini do bad, give him the benefit of the doubt and assume he didn't do bad, right? You would you would want someone to treat you that way also. Uh-huh, by a tzaddik, right. by a tzaddik, oh, not by Russia, right? By a tzaddik, that's where I'm going with this. By a tzaddik. 
you 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 right away are donim lekaf tzchus. Why? If the chazal say if you saw tzaddik doing avera, you assume for that sure by for good. sure he's done tshuva by the next morning. Exactly, hundred percent. Yes, but by Russia, right? You don't give the benefit of the doubt. You don't have to be stupid, right? And Rabbi Yenna brings based on Sukkim and, and, and Mishlei, he says that even when the Rasha tries to do something good, really it's just a means to get you. And he actually says a great line over there. He says, we think of the tzaddikim as being, oh, he doesn't say it like this, but this is what he means. We think of the tzaddikim as being like, you know, like, like the frail, meek yeshiva bacher who has no sense of the outside world whatsoever, right? And he, he quotes from Mishlei, a Pasuk, I don't remember the Pasuk, but basically everything he quotes from Mishlei to say that, that no, the tzaddik understands fully Right, the Russia, and he and he knows all of his plans and that he's trying to do right. So part of working on yourself as a yid is that we are by riding on top of the donkey, right? We can look down and we, we fully understand what's going on, and we're not naive, right? And therefore, a person has to have a certain level of trickery to work with the situation, but to compromise your own midas over that, no, that that'll kill you. That, that's the sama mavis. It's gonna it's gonna bleed into your into your, your spiritual life and, 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 and it's not, not necessarily something that's that's so advisable. What were we gonna ask? So just wanted to clarify, yeah. so it's not like we're not saying here that um, perfecting your midas just stops, you know, and then you can learn Torah. You have it's 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 an ongoing process, hundred percent. Which right. brings me to my, my, my next point, which is that that just while we're talking about midas and this concept that it's ongoing, like like I was just telling Tovi a second ago, if we have a, a problem in one area, yeah, it will it will it will affect, but that 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 doesn't that doesn't that that shouldn't stop us. And more than that, you know, we find a concept that Chazal tells that the mitzvahs are 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 mitzarif as a bris that they purify the Brias. The mitzvahs themselves oftentimes help the flaws that we have in Midas. A fascinating um, um, morale I was looking at um, and preparing today was that the, the, um, the morale actually brings from the Rambam Mornavuchem, that the Rambam Mornavuchem understands, there's a famous Medrash, um, Medrash says, um, why does Hashem care if you shecht from the neck or you shecht from the back of the neck? The mitzvahs were only given to purify mankind. All the words of God are tzrufa, are purifying. So the Rambam basically says from this that Akash um, Baruch doesn't really care about the mitzvahs whatsoever. They're, they're, they're irrelevant. The purpose of the mitzvahs purely is just to cause us to change and become better people. And, and, and therefore, um, the details that are laid in, in the mitzvahs don't really matter. Right? We don't care the neck, the front. It's not really the point. The point is that you should check, and the, Ram, the Rambam will give a, a rational reason why one should check, because that's, that's humane. Shiloh um, Khan, again, humane, and we can go through all the mitzvahs, right? The Mukubalim Maral are not a fan. Maral's argument to this basically is that we know that the Torah is called the Chachma, as the Pasuk says, Who is such a great nation that has such statutes and laws that are just like all of this Torah? Meaning that every single facet of the Torah, every slight detail within the Torah, is not purely some rational reason which translates into our life, but rather there is a deep hidden Chachma that is, that is there, um, which calls the person to connect to Hashem, as we've been talking about in Derech Hashem. And, and the, the Ramchal basically says the idea that the Nefesh Yisrael is something which is very halig and has all the areas of Shlemus in it, and it needs to express itself in the world, just like a seed has all the elements of the tree, but it actually has to sprout the tree for something. So too, the mitzvahs are the means of bringing about 
the actualization of the Nefesh Yisrael into this world, right? We're all with the potential, with the potential of Olam Abba, but the mitzvahs actually we do, and those allow us to be Mizdabek to Kosh Baruch the Pail in actuality as opposed to existing in potentiality. He explains this Medrash that, it, that, it, that it's Mitzar of the Brias, and why does Hashem care? Not that, it's, not that, the, that the mitzvah doesn't matter, it'd be the neck or how it'd be the front of the neck or the back of the neck, but rather that Kosh Baruch doesn't care about your mitzvahs, period. He doesn't need your mitzvahs, right? It makes the Shrita Be'etzem is not relevant to Hashem. He doesn't care. Point is that for you to connect yourself to Hashem, you have to shecht only by, by the front of the neck and not the back of the neck. But Klapi HaKadosh Baruch it's almost like, you know, who am I to stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Aaron Akayin was afraid to light the menorah because he said, you know, Hashem doesn't need my light, he has his own light. And Hashem says, no, I want your light, right? That's the same kind of thing over here that Klapi the Adam, Aravayda, we realize Hashem doesn't need us. Like we spoke about in the, the beginning of, 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 of Derech Hashem. But these are the means Hashem created for us to be connected to him, and it's mitzarif us. So what's it being mitzarif? The Maral says it's mitzarif our spiritual being, not our midas, but our spiritual being. He also says, what do you do with the chukim? The chukim, chukim don't have any explanation to them whatsoever, so clearly they can't be some rational thing which is changing my midas, right? Rather, again, they're mitzarif the brias, they purify the brias, that they, that they, they purify your neshama, giving your neshama the ability to connect to a Kodesh Baruch, right? So even, even if the consensus is not like the Rambam, that every mitzvah needs to Fix the midas, but there is a concept that 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 that, that it's Baruch Hu. and even if that's purely on a physical level, to some degree, that connection to Hashem has, has got to make a reshem even on the emotional or level of your of your of your, of your midas. There is a level of tzirif which theoretically should filter down, and this was a, an age old debate that you found that the um, the Bali Moser very much so felt that people needed to learn Moser because they were not, you know, they were learning a lot, but they felt there was something lacking over there in the Tzuris Adam, you know, just like we've, we've discussed, the idea that, that if the Seichel is, is being engaged but the body's broken, then you don't have much, right? You know, we don't, we're not so worried about teaching Seichel to a person that Ba'atzim is, is, is broken. So they said, we need to fix the Kli and we need to focus on Moser, and then the Torah will be Miskayim, the famous Maizah of Shoslanter, that they asked Shoslanter, they said, I, I don't understand you, Right? He said, what, what's, what's all this with the, with the Musa? Aren't you taking away from their ability to be G'dayl and Batera? You're spending all this time on them working on, on, on Musa. And he says, I'll give you a mashal, he said. In halacha, what do you make hamotzi on? A large prusa, a bigger piece of bread, or on a shalem? A shalem, even though it's smaller. So I'd rather have a shalem than a larger piece of bread, mm-hmm. right? That was that was that was that was his muscle. Now the people who are against Musar felt that no, you know the the you want a good safer for Musar, learn Devarim. Devarim is all about Musar, right? You read Devarim and you'll become a good person, right? The word Musar literally means to, to rein in, right? To, that a person should rein in his taivas and his, and his physicality. The, the natural learning of, of Gemara and, and Chomesh and all these things makes a Rishim on us that we're able to, to, to perfect ourselves. And this was the Machlaikas. Do we need something on the outside to work on the Kalim as a prerequisite? Or no, by learning Torah, through the process of it, the Tzirif will occur. The, um, the, um, what did I call Tzirif? The, 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 Mitzar of silver, the um, the processing, oh, the refinement. refinement. The refinement will happen through the through the through the actual learning. This was this was a big debate, you know. And even if you look by the chassidim, it's interesting that the the the, the what's his name, the Sanzer of um, okay, whatever the the Chaim, the the. I can't believe forgetting the Sanzer of in his sefer he calls chassidus Musar. Now we would not call chassidus. Of Chaim Freeland? No, 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 no. Chaim no. Freeland was 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 recent. He was Mashkiach in. Um, 
in, in, in Ponovich and in Yeshivas and Negev. It was Talmud of Dessler. No, no, this was uh, the, the beginning of the Sanz, Sanz dynasty, Rav Chaim Sanzer. Um, but he, his, his Sefer Divri Chaim, his Sefer is called the Divri Chaim. So he's called colloquially by, by, the, by, the, by the Divri Chaim. Um, the Divri Chaim calls Chassidus Musr, right? I, Abal Musr, would say Chassidus isn't Musr. Okay, so Adam Achloik is in Musr. So by the Chassidim, the idea of exposing a person to the spiritual world and spiritual ideas, um, Chabad very much so felt, hence the name Chabad, Chochma Bina Vadas. But the way you come to good Maisim is first you have to perfect your intellect, and by perfecting your intellect, that will filter into what you do. So therefore, they, they felt very much so that the focus, some Chassidim felt that by being more outer minus, like, like, like by drinking, by a tish, and being happy, and, and whatever, that will bring a person to simcha. Chabad felt that, no, by, by learning things of depth that are beyond this world, that's a simcha which starts in the brain, which eventually will come out. Ravarn always says that he, when he was in the mirror, he, there was an altar chabadzker there. A guy would wake up early in the morning, go to the mikvah, and he would say tzevetelim, and he would and he would learn like you know a bunch of prakha mishnayos, and then he would read uh, you know a sicha of, of the altar rebbe, and not a sicha terah, and then by davening he was mislahiv with the fire that came out of this person, right? Because again, it all started from the cerebral, and eventually that, that filtered in and that set the person on. On, on absolute spiritual fire, right? The other chassidim felt that, no, you, you have a l'chaim in the morning, and then you go daven with it, right? There are different mahalchim and how to do it, but the chassidim very much so felt that exposing a person to the world of, this, of the ruchni, of the spiritual, to the other world, would motivate a person, right, and, 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 and cause them to do better. The, 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 the Latish said, no, you have to work practically on the psychological plane of the person. You have to work on, 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 on practical midas, stop involving yourselves in things that are beyond, you know, the framework, things that only a big time of should be dealing with, right? They're, okay, so we have arguments on how do we perfect the Kli, and Kli Yisrael has many different ways of, of, of doing that. But again, there is a focus in that you have to perfect the Kli, because otherwise the Terra and the Mitzvahs will not have a a key into that. How you go about that and what, what flavor Badafka do you like? Do you like the modern day Musr where it's much more psychological in nature and right? Or do you, do you like the old Musr where it's like, you know, you're gonna go to Gehenna? Do you like the Chassidus where it exposes you to a world of beyond that there's like a Tom in the in, in the mitzvahs? Whatever floats your boat, you know? But but Lamaisa and the end of the day though, if if, we, if we're not constantly cognizant of the Kli, then then we won't be able to um, connect to the Connect to the mitzvahs. Okay, so that was a ha'ara. I intended wow. to go weiter, so we'll start actually <laughs> tomorrow. Shkayach, <laughs> everyone.